Welcome to Leaders of the West, a podcast for innovators and changemakers. I'm your host, Jesse Jarvis, the founder of Of the West, and I'm sitting down with agriculturalists, entrepreneurs, executives, and everyone in between with the goal of digging into the strategies, mindsets, and lessons that have been crucial to the success of ag and Western. Whether you're carrying on the next generation of your family's operation, starting something from scratch, or determined to climb up the leadership ladder, we're going to inspire you to continue to dream big, growing not just you, but the future of agriculture and Western as a whole. Let's go. Well, hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Leaders of the West. If you are listening to this the week that this launches, this is a big week for me. Today, I am headed out to Dallas, Texas for the Dallas Apparel Market, which also coincides with WESA or WESA Market, depending on how you say it, which is the Western and English Sales Association. That market is held every January and August in Dallas at the World Trade Center. And I typically go to every WESA, WESA Market because that is where I am able to meet with a number of the brands and businesses that use Of the West as our platform. And then I get to connect with them, hear what kind of jobs they're going to be hiring for, and it's always something that I really, really enjoy. And then after Dallas Market, I am headed to Art of the Cowgirl. I am speaking on Saturday during the Boss Mayor's Lunch and Learn. It's around noon. So if you are going to be in Dallas this week or at Art of the Cowgirl this week, I am so excited to get to see you in person or meet you in person. These opportunities are, to be very honest, they're kind of rare for me. It, it's difficult for me to get away from home. So the fact that I get two of them in one week, I'm really excited about. But they are one of those times where it really fills my cup just because I'm able to to get to talk and converse and connect with so many of you. And, and that is something that I absolutely love to do. I am a connector at my core, whether that's connecting people with people or people with jobs or, you know, people with solutions. But I love just genuine, authentic connection. And this is one of those weeks where I really get to do so much of that. And it fills my cup for those moments, you know, where connection is kind of few and far between, which is kind of what we're going to talk about a little bit today. One thing you're also going to notice, I listened to a couple of these solo episodes, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks ago, and I had to listen to them at 1.2 speed. Like I was talking really slow. So I'm going to put a little pep in my step today, try to bring some energy. So let me know afterwards. You can send me a message or a DM, an email. Smoke signal is probably not going to work. But let me know if you like peppy Jesse or if you if I'm too fast and now you got to slow me down. But either way, I'm going to try to make this a little more, a little more high energy, if you will. But today's episode is, like I said, it's going to be geared a little bit more towards what fills your cup, if you will, which is the importance of finding life in the small things. So again, this may be geared a little bit more towards rural women, but if you hear that and you think, man, I don't really fit in that bubble, I still encourage you to listen because I really believe that you are going to be able to find some value or a nugget of wisdom inside as a rural woman, I know this about myself, and as somebody who often connects with rural women, I know this about most of you too, we have a hard time making it a priority to make and take time for ourselves. And that is something that in 2024, we are going to knock that off. We are going to make it a priority to make and take time for ourselves. So I am somebody who recharges by being alone or with quiet time. 
And there is absolutely part of me that is an introvert. And that's not to say that I don't love to be around people because I absolutely do. When I'm in the moment of being with people, like I said earlier, that is the thing that I really like that fills my cup. But I am totally somebody who when I work at home by myself all day, I don't have music on. I don't really have the TV on for like background noise. I used to be that person, but now I think best when it's quiet. I need time away from my husband and my kids. I just recharge and refuel by being alone or with quiet time. And before having kids, my me time was a lot easier to find, which I know applies to a lot of you too. So my me time would be the day, maybe once a month, where I would go to Boise and I would run errands for the day. And I would take my time and I would shop at my own pace, which is ironically very fast because I've totally pride myself in being somebody who can be in and out of Costco in 20 minutes, grab everything on my list and not be able to fit another thing in my cart. If there was somewhere that I wanted to go that day, I would absolutely take the time to go there. If there was a store that I only needed one thing and it was across town, and if I was with somebody else, I'd say, oh, I don't want to do that. I feel guilty. I would absolutely go to the store, get the one thing that I needed. You know, if there was a spot I wanted to eat lunch at, that is where I would go. Basically, by the time I got home, I had everything crossed off of my list. I had been super productive and I had done it my way. Now, up until 2017, when I was pregnant with Jet, that was the easiest way and the best way, the most effective way for me to really fill my cup. But then when I was pregnant with Jet, and you guys have probably heard this story before, I was super sick. There was not a day where I didn't throw up. And it was actually really hard for me to drive because I'd have to pull over every 10 minutes and throw up. So I did not go anywhere when I was pregnant with him. In 2018, I had a newborn, right? So I wasn't really going anywhere with a newborn either. And at that time, I didn't have daycare, or at least I don't think I did. So going to Boise to run errands with a newborn, there was absolutely no fun in that. There was no me time in that. In 2019, I kind of got back to myself a little bit and I had that time. Jet was in daycare at that point. You know, my life was less busy when it came to work stuff. So I was able to carve that time out again by having that day where I'd go to Boise, I'd run errands. I was really productive, but I did it my way. Then came 2020 where everything was shut down. There was no going anywhere. I became an online shopper of Costco because that was basically the only way to do it. And then at the tail end of 2020, I was pregnant with Jackson. So in 2021, I had a baby, which was kind of back to where I started again. Thankfully with her, I was not as sick this time. That was a blessing. And in 2021, we also had Of the West as a brand new business. So again, going to Boise to run errands and have that me time was not a thing or not very easy. And then in 2022 and 2023, we now have two little kids, a ranch, a startup. And I would say the last half of 2023, it got to the point where I literally have to put a day on my calendar about a month in advance where I mark it off as an errands day, because that's the only way that I can make sure that I have a day in my schedule that's not a day filled with meetings or anything of that nature. And that makes that that me time kind of hard. And the other thing that I'll say about that too is in that seven years since 2017, which I'm having a hard time believing that 2017 was seven years ago, but yet here we are. I will also say I have changed as a person. My interests have changed. The amount of people that I'm serving has drastically changed, right? At that time, it was just me and Justin. Now it is not the case. And to be quite honest, now I don't find that day of going to Boise and running errands and having lunch at the spot I want to and you know, getting everything checked off of my list, that's just not as fulfilling to me 
as it was then. So all of that to say, in the last few years, I have really struggled in finding that time or making time for myself. And I know that this is something that a lot of you who are listening have those same struggles or frustrations or you're pouring into other people and you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to do things for you. But we're all so guilty of putting ourselves at the bottom of that priority list. And I know specifically for those of you who are rural women, that can be difficult. If I was somebody who wanted to get my nails done, if that was my me time, I have to drive 60 plus miles round trip to go get that done. So putting that time, which is 60 miles, is going to take me, what, that's an hour of drive time, an hour to sit there to get my nails done. If I go that far, I know I'm also going to want to get groceries or do something else. I'm going to feel guilty spending a tank of gas on just me getting my nails done, which I also want to add to that, guys. If you are somebody who that is your me time, I don't want you to feel guilty about the tank of gas that you are going to to spend that hour to get your nails done. Like, please do not take it that way at all. But what I'm saying is for me personally, that's not one of those things that I can do to get that me time. The same goes for the gym. We have a little gym in town and our rec district has done a fabulous job with it. So I do not want to discredit them at all. You know, but it's it's a gym that has a couple of treadmills and a couple of weight stations and maybe a couple of bikes. And that's really about it. You know, there's not any classes. There's usually, if you walk in there, you're by yourself, which can be nice if you're somebody who loves to work out by yourself. But if you're somebody who needs that accountability and you want to be there with other people and in that thriving, like high octane energy gym environment, that that is not that. And then if I want to go to the gym, I also have to have somebody watch my kids or I have to do it in the daytime when they're at school and daycare and that's also my productive time for business and with the ranch. And so if th- that's not where I find myself. When it comes to a hobby, I am totally somebody who makes excuses. I feel guilty about going and doing it, or I really look forward to it, and then something comes along and derails that plan, and then I get disappointed. And then I'm worse off than I was because, one, I needed that me time, and now I'm disappointed that I didn't get it. And so I feel even worse. So all of that to say, I've realized that the most efficient and effective way to create space for me is if I stack it with something else that I'm already doing. And this is how I found myself in folding the laundry. You've probably heard this story before because I tell it often. And if you have, I'm sorry, bear with me because somebody out there hasn't. And I do think that this is a really important story to tell. So you guys now basically know who I am as a person, or I hope you do. I'm somebody who loves to be productive. I have to have my me time. I feel guilty taking it. And I live in a place and or live in a way of life where it's not necessarily convenient for that. So here's what I found. I have always been somebody who does not enjoy folding laundry. I do the laundry all week and I put it in the clean clothes hamper and it can just sit there. And so finally, I started doing my laundry at night. After dinner, I'll pour myself a glass of wine. I'll go into our bedroom. I will shut the door. I will turn on something that I want to watch. It's not football. It's definitely not Bluey. It's usually like a Hallmark or some kind of corny, mindless show that I can watch and not actually have to think. And I drink my glass of wine and I fold my laundry and I feel great because I had my quiet time. I was productive. I got something done. I don't feel guilty about that. I feel like I've checked something off of the list. I did something for my family. We all need clothes. And holy cow, do we seem to wear some clothes around here? I feel like I could have a full-time job folding laundry. But the point of that is 
I have now really carved out this time for myself because I stacked it with something that I was already doing. So there's no excuses in I can't make time for it. And Justin does have to be around with our kids now. You know, our kids are old enough to where if Justin was gone for the night, I can turn on a movie after dinner and I can shut the door or leave the door open and I can still do my own thing. And they, I mean, maybe they'll bother me, maybe they won't, but it's one of those things where there's little resistance around doing it. And that consistency is important. And I'm going to get to that next. But aside from laundry, I also really find myself when I get a chance to feed calves in the morning, which is a winter activity. So that's something that's obviously a season of now. And in the summer, I love to irrigate in the mornings with a shovel. So all of our pastures at home, we've got a couple of cow pastures and a horse pasture next to the house, and they are all irrigated with ditches and canvas dams and shovels. And that is one of those things that, again, it is where I find like the creative me. It's quiet. There's still all of these familiar sounds like horses and water running and cows mooing. And it's just really where I find myself. And these are things that I don't always get to participate in, but I was reminded of this at the end of last year. Gustavo and Justin were both out with some health issues and with all of our calves weaned and in the feedlot, I was the only person who was able to feed in the mornings and the afternoon. And that is really where I was reminded of how much I get out of that for me. Because again, it goes back to being productive, all of those familiar sounds, but yet it's so quiet. And I really feel connected to you know, being a rancher and how I was raised and my parents doing the same thing and my grandparents doing the same thing and me getting to raise my kids around that same thing. Like that is so good for my soul. So about a month ago, I made a reel asking for others' favorite chores or everyday activities, those mundane everyday things where we find the most peace and serenity and restoration. And I'm going to read you some of the answers from that reel. And this is really, after reading that, that is why I wanted to record this episode is because so many of us find that same peace and restoration in the same activities. And it, again, is such a great reminder of how similar we all are. So a few of them were on the rancher farm side, cleaning stalls, feeding horses, feeding chickens, collecting eggs, milking cows. There were so many of you who said that milking cows in the morning were your thing, putting out mineral, caking cows. A few had messaged me and said greasing machinery. And then for those who were not on a farm or ranch, there were a lot of mowing the lawn, vacuuming, dishes, weed eating, laundry. Again, those everyday, mundane, boring activities where that is where you find your peace. I really want to reiterate the importance of finding yourself in those small things. I know I said this before, but the most efficient and effective way to create space for me is if I stack it with something else I'm already doing because I'm making it easy. And when you make it easy, you tend to be more consistent. And if you're more consistent about it, you also tend to make it more of a priority. And when you make that time more of a priority, then I find that it's easier to make time for myself for even bigger things like a hobby, right? That guilt that I've mentioned a number of times up until now, it takes that guilt out of there, which I think is really important because women in general tend to feel guilty when they do things for themselves. And that is something in 2024, we are going to leave that behind. We are not going to feel guilty about doing things for ourselves because it is so crucial to really recharging and finding yourself again. If you are somebody who is in a rut of any kind, whether it is a creative rut or just like a funk in general, 
I highly encourage you to go find time for yourself in those small things. I don't want to make any guarantees, but I will almost guarantee that you will not regret it. And it's something that I do think that we all really need to work on. And of course, as always, I want to hear what it is that one, you love doing most, where you find your peace, where you find yourself. And if this is something that you're like, man, I really need to focus on that in 2020, send me a message, send me a DM, pop it in your stories. What is the thing that you are going to commit to and really do specifically for you? Because let me tell you, you deserve it. And with that, I will see you guys back here next week. If you loved this episode, do us a favor and share it with someone else who might find just as much value in it as you did. We're on a mission to continue to grow and strengthen the future of agriculture and Western industries, and you spreading the word helps us make more of a positive impact. It also makes a big difference when you take a minute to go rate and review the show. We can't thank you enough for listening, for sharing, and for loving Ag and Western as much as we do. We'll see you back here for our next episode.